You're listening to episode number 31 of the Nightingale podcast. In this week's episode, I am sharing all about my experiences taking my certification board for my pediatric nurse practitioner primary care certification. I talk about the tests that I took, how I prepared, certain tips and tricks that I recommend doing for any tests that you might be taking, and just any wisdom around the topic that I can offer. I took a little hiatus, and I am so excited to be back doing episodes of the podcast, and I thought, why not just dive on in, share something that I recently went through And I am on the hunt for new podcast guests and topics. I have been loving hearing your suggestions and your getting your comments about recent episodes that you've been loving. So thank you all so, so much for listening to the episodes and sharing and just the reviews that you've also been sharing on Instagram and on iTunes. So why not, before we get started, share one of those amazing reviews. This review is from Voyaging Victoria. She says, love it. She says, love your podcast. Thank you so much. Loving the student loans episode Side note, if you haven't listened to that episode, highly recommend it. She says, has made me much more relaxed about the substantial debt I'm collecting. I would love to hear from a CNM if possible. Certified nurse midwife, CNM. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Victoria, for your review. I so appreciate it. And It is so nice to just get the feedback and especially the suggestions. I definitely will be on the look. A certified nurse midwife would be an amazing guest to have on the podcast. So thank you so much, Victoria. Again, if you are loving the Nightingale podcast or have an episode that speaks to you and think it would resonate with a friend, go ahead and share it and just spread the word about the podcast to all of your nursing friends or those who are interested in the nursing profession. There's so many people that are pursuing nursing. So why not share just the amazing ways that nurses impact the healthcare profession? Hey friends, welcome to the Nightingale podcast, a podcast for nurses, future nurses, and well, anyone interested in the nursing profession. I'm your host, Dr. Dakota Felkowski, certified pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, and dog mom. Join us each week as I interview nurses from all areas of the nursing profession. We may even uncover nursing opportunities that you didn't even know existed. You can expect to be inspired and maybe even a little bit motivated. The goal of the Nightingale podcast is to get you to think outside of the box, step outside of that comfort zone of yours, and reach for a fulfilling and unique nursing journey. So let's dive in and check out this week's guest. You never know, they may just have your dream job. Hey friends, welcome back to the Nightingale podcast. I have been totally MIA the last month or so and have not been doing our regularly Wednesday episodes of the Nightingale podcast, but I will reassure you that I am back and so excited to dive into some new episodes of the podcast. 
I have, as many of you know, I recently graduated back in April and I actually did an episode all about my program and I since then have gone through the process of taking boards, passing boards, and starting a new job just now and going to Alaska for my best friend's wedding. So it has been a whirlwind first half of the summer, but I am so excited to finally have started my position as a pediatric nurse practitioner. And I can happily share that tomorrow is my first day. Um, when this airs, it'll be today is my first day of seeing patients on my own and being pretty much independent. I'm not totally independent and I'll talk about my role in a future episode, but in Illinois, we have collaborating agreements with a physician, which it's really amazing. Um, just stepping into this new role tomorrow. So I'm super excited about that. But today I wanted to talk about just my process of taking boards and what that looked like, what boards I took, um, how I went about um, deciding on which boards I would take and just my process of studying and how I prepared and just kind of going into it. So I thought it'd be beneficial especially to do it now since I honestly it's crazy how quickly you forget about how you prepared for things even still I will get questions on how I prepared for my NCLEX and it was only four oh five years ago that I took my NCLEX and it's crazy how quickly I forgot you know what I did to prepare specifically obviously I know certain things that I did and it's I'll talk about that in a in a little bit here, but it really, it really, once you take a test in nursing, that carries throughout your career as a nurse. Surprisingly, uh, the questions from undergrad all the way through grad school are kind of geared in the same way. They really do mold you as a nurse to a certain way of answering questions and a certain um, just testing style as a nurse. So, that was really helpful, having that background of taking the NCLEX and preparing for that. And even a lot of people have said in the past that NCLEX is even harder than your test as a graduate nurse or as a nurse practitioner. I don't know how to compare them. I mean, I think that's a little bit challenging to do, but I will kind of dive into that too here. So I took the test. So my program, as I've talked about in previous episodes, was a pediatric primary care nurse practitioner program. So for pediatric nurse practitioners, we are only able to take one board. There's only one board. It's called um, PNCB, Pediatric Nursing Certification Board. So any pediatric nurse practitioner is certified by this one certification body. And um, for me, I was only eligible to sit for my pediatric primary care boards. And there is a separate acute care pediatric um, nursing certification as well. So this is just specifically for anyone who took classes and qualifies to sit for this board. And so if you are in family, um, going to school for family nurse practitioner, um, that is a separate board. They actually have a couple different options for them. And I'm not going to go into that um, because I don't know the specifics on that. But 
the um, adult GERO nurse practitioners have a specific board that they take and every little subspecialty has their specific boards that they take. So um, it was good to know that I only obviously needed to know that specific material. And I didn't get the option to take a different boards because um, that is something that nurse practitioners run into when they go to be certified as they get a couple different options. And um, that would be interesting for a future episode to just hear the different um, inputs for that. So I'll be on the lookout for that for future episodes for you guys. But for me, I took the PNCB. So now that I have officially passed, I am a certified pediatric nurse practitioner in primary care. So those are my credentials. And I actually, so I graduated at the end of April and I wanted to get my testing done as soon as possible. This is something that you, whether you're taking your CNA or your NCLEX or a nurse practitioner board, you have to look at your individual situation and see when the best time for you to take it is. I know that I'm a procrastinator when it comes to tests and I know that I am better at studying when I am on a little bit of a pressure situation. So for me, I wanted to get it done early. I also had a job lined up. So for me, the process of getting your licensure is very extensive and it, so once you get your certification, you have to then be able to apply for your license. So you can't do that until you've passed board. So I was hoping to get started ASAP for my, for my new position. So I wanted to get my boards done as quickly as possible so I can get that whole process rolling. Like I said, I also was going on a trip to Alaska for my best friend's wedding and I wanted to not have to think about studying for boards on this fun trip. So for me, I wanted to get it done right away. So after I graduated, I actually was able to apply for my board prior to graduation. This is something that I highly encourage you looking into when it comes to the specifics of your test or your license that you're gonna be applying for because sometimes you can get that stuff done early. So I was able to apply for my boards prior to my graduation date. I was also able to apply for my nurse practitioner license prior to me graduating. And then you just have to submit everything once it's all said and done. So for my boards, I had to submit my transcripts and just show that I had um, actually achieved my degree and was awarded that degree. And once they sent their transcripts, you have a little bit of a processing time and then you're able to sign up. So it was nice to have for them just to have the application and everything all kind of done up with a bow on it and just waiting for those transcripts. So really the second they received those transcripts, they were able to process my application completely and let me sign up for a test date. So highly recommend that if you're kind of in a crunch and you're wanting to get it done, look into if you can apply for your license early and then you can apply for your certification early because the same was true with my license. I was able to literally send everything off and have it in a nice bow so that once I passed my certification test, I literally just had them send the certification um, verification over to the state and they were able to process my license. And quite honestly, I live in Illinois. 
they have been known to have extensive timing on their licensures. And I had like a 24 to 48 hour turnaround of when I got my license from when I passed my boards and got that actual certification, which is pretty much unheard of. So I truly believe that that is because I had everything already sent in and ready to go for them. And all they really were waiting for on my application was my certification. And honestly, they probably were able to get all that kind of process before the big bulk of everyone who's they deal with nursing, all nursing licenses. So think of the amount of people who are taking boards and applying for their license all at once. So I think I was kind of caught in that early group where they were able to process it before the big rush of everyone came in. So that was nice. Um, so highly recommend looking into that. So once I actually got everything processed for my certification, they send out an email giving you a test date. Um, and so I was able to sign up. So I kind of want to back up here and talk about how did I prepare for my boards. So there are a lot of different resources out there for you. Um, my school actually offered a, um, well, they recommended the Barclay Review course. So the Barclay Review course is available for pediatric nurse practitioners, um, family nurse practitioners, adult Jero. I'm positive about those three. You'll have to look and see what other uh, review courses they offer. But for the pediatric review course, it was nice. It was just a one-day review course that was in Chicago. So they have them throughout the country, and I am close to Chicago. So that was really nice. I um, just had to take a review test the uh, had to be completed prior to me going on the test date, which was actually surprisingly nice. It gives you a really good um, overview of areas you need to work on. And I didn't study for that. It just kind of was like, hey, and it honestly boosts your confidence a little bit just because you go into these review courses thinking you're not, you don't really know anything and you know stuff. It's just the refresher. So um, I just had to complete that, and then um, once you get to the review course, they give you a manual, so that was super nice, and I want to say my course was around the ballpark of $300, and so that came with that test that I talked about, and then it came with, obviously, the in-person review course, and then it came with a big booklet, um, which was essentially just a review of everything that they find pertinent um, for you to take and pass your test. And they have a super high pass rate. It's like over 99 or somewhere in the ballpark of the high 90s for passing rate. And this is in no way an ad. I'm just repeating what they said. Um, and I had nothing to go, go by other than the fact that my professors from my school recommended this review course. It was in Chicago, which is where my school was. So it was nice and close. Pretty much everyone from my class, um, minus just a couple people, took this review course. So uh, we found it really beneficial. And so I did that. Um, the I took, so mine was just a one-day course, like I said, and the, the thing I found most interesting about the Barclay Review course was that it, 
So everyone that was in the room, um, it was not just pediatric nurse practitioners. So they break it up really nicely. So pediatrics was covered on the first day of their course. And then there were two additional days that were focused on adults. So the interesting thing was that family nurse practitioners who were going to sit for their boards were also in the room on the same day as us pediatric nurse practitioners. So they went over the same information on pediatrics. So they just gave a general um, overview on everything that you need to know for peds. And the great thing about it was that they touched on things that they found were very important or very pertinent. And they they did a great job of breaking it up. So they would say, say your primitive reflexes and things like that, they would tell the family nurse practitioners, oh, you need to have a general idea of this. And then for you peds people, you need to know these like the back of your hand. So they, throughout the whole review, that's what they did is they said, hey, peds people, you need to really pay more attention to this. And this isn't something that you should just have a general knowledge about, but no more details. And then family, you need to kind of have an idea about this. So it was really cool to see that both family and pediatrics were in the same room and they were able to cover it. And then um, my understanding is for the rest of the couple days, so ours was just a one day and then the family nurse practitioners had three days. And it sounds like they completed all three days and uh, the second and third day, it sounds like the adult Jero uh, nurse practitioner, um, people sitting for the adult Jero certification test they then showed up on the second day. So they didn't get that peds portion. So I thought that was really interesting and I, um, it worked really nicely. So it was, it was really cool. Um, and I, I highly recommend it. And so their, their book, honestly, they recommend that the book that they offer, it's just a spiral bound. It's really in kind of an outline form. They recommend that this is your Bible when it comes to studying. So start here. And then if you have got everything down on this, then you could go off and do some other materials. But really, they feel strongly that everything in here prepares you to pass the test. And so I really liked how it was set. Um, I'm not really good at reading into details. I like more of the style of an outline just so I can know just the pertinent information and then go from there. Um, so this was really nice. And the, the actual uh, person who was proctoring this review course, she was great at giving you little mnemonics. And I found that really helpful. So many of the things that I've in the past found to be super hard to remember for some reason, like the whole Erickson and um, Sigmund Freud those theorists I can never ever remember and she gave us really easy mnemonics to try and remember them so stuff like that was super nice it was not boring by any means obviously you're wanting to pay attention because you want to pass and they broke it up into different uh, systems so they had neurological um well child checks and derm and things like that and they went through like five to six practice questions um, somewhere in there with each one. So you kind of got an idea of you were able to get some questions too because I know that's a big 
Big question that people have when it comes to starting is, do I review the information or do I do mostly practice questions? And personally, I think that is totally individual specific. For me, I like a blend of both. And for me, for especially for my NCLEX, and this is where you lay down that foundation of test taking skills in your undergraduate uh, career, is that for my NCLEX, I focused really heavily on question, the ability to answer questions and strategies for answering questions. And that's really what they recommend and I found that to be the most helpful because with nursing, medicine, anything in anything in healthcare, we cannot remember every single thing that we've been taught. And we cannot remember every single thing that every diagnosis and every single um, physical exam finding and what that means and every single heart murmur and cardiac defect. Like you cannot it is hard to remember all of that in just a short amount of time and we are crammed so much so much information so much information overload while you're in school and while you're studying that i found that you have to fall back on your basics of how to answer questions and test taking strategies so that's my biggest piece of advice for anyone who is taking any sort of test is know your test taking strategies and get a test taking strategy book I can't remember the one I use for NCLEX, but I loved it and I highly recommended it. That's the one thing I do remember about studying for my NCLEX is that I took this and it it goes over um, prioritizing in a question, get, getting rid of answers that um, are likely distractors. It goes over when you are in between two possible choices, how to pick the right one. There's so many different strategies and that's how it is for your pediatric nurse practitioner. Um, because I did find that there was, there was honestly a lot of information I felt like was not covered in my review course, but they prepared me enough with the, the, the meat and potatoes of what I need to know that I was able to answer correctly, if that makes sense. And so I obviously pass, so I'm assuming I did pretty well, but that is what you always just have to fall back on because no matter what review course you're gonna take, they aren't giving you verbatim the question that is gonna be on the test. You know, They don't know the specific topics. They know in general what topics are likely to be on the test, but with NCLEX, with any certification, they don't have the exact question. So that it's not realistic to expect that one review course is going to cover every single detail that might be on a test. That's not going to happen. And so you have to fall back on those test-taking strategies of, I know that this likely isn't the right answer because what is the question really asking? Or is this just distracting me from the real answer? So those are things that it should be number one on your priority list to figure out test-taking strategies for whatever test you're taking. And so that was primarily how I studied and it was recommended to me to um, take the review course within a couple weeks after, or take the test a couple weeks after 
your review course because it's fresh on your mind. You've just went through everything. You're not getting too far out. And for me, this was a really great suggestion because I do know that I study better under pressure. So if I would have done a month out, they honestly, a lot of people recommend having a study plan. So this day you're going to tackle ortho. This day you're going to tackle neuro and you're going to study for this many hours and do this many questions, which is great to have an outline. And you may be a person that that works great for, but for me, it's just not realistic. I get distracted. And so I honestly do study better with having that short timeline. So I had about a little under two weeks to study and get everything done, um, which worked well for me. I took the test at 8 a.m. It was better for me to take it in the morning and just get it over with. Um, So that was nice. So I did primarily, I went through my review guide that they had given me, the little booklet that was an outline. So I went through that a few times, felt pretty comfortable with that. I made flashcards of different things, such as the different murmurs and where they were located, the different um, the different like Erickson and the different theorists, uh, things such as developmental milestones. I made flashcards for those, just things that I knew that were all not, honestly a lot of simple things that I easily would forget about or not remember. So I made flashcards for those, but I didn't do a ton of flashcards and I just really went through and felt like I had a good understanding of the outline. And then what I started to do, so the second kind of review book that I purchased was the Pediatric Nurse Practitioner Certification Review Guide, um, and it's the primary care one. And I, the author of this one is Silbert, Flagg, and Sloaned. I'm, again, not an ad. I'm just telling you what I used. And I actually have a friend, who, really good friend of mine, who took the Barclay review course with me and she actually used this other book throughout her program as one of her uh, textbooks which was really interesting so it's a really good review guide to have and so it does the same thing it breaks things up into systems but it goes a lot more into detail a ton of detail like management therapies um, common questions a ton of different diagnoses And then it has a question bank at the back of each chapter. So I primarily used that book if, say, I was going through and I had more questions about, say, scarlet fever or rheumatic rheumatic fever, I would go through and I would... I would look at that topic more in depth in this other book. So um, it was really nice for things like Kawasaki and all kinds of more in-depth disease processes. So I did that and then I went through the questions and I just tested myself and I didn't get too bent out of shape about it. (laughs) So it's supposed that a 70 to a 75% or greater is a passing. So I just shot for the goal of getting a 75% or greater in my uh, group of questions that I took. So that's how I did that. I did really like the questions and I felt like they were very close to the style of questions that were on my certification review test. So um, I highly recommend doing this form of test taking uh, prep as well as the questions 
it is really good. The Barkley doesn't have a ton of questions, but they, like I said, you have that review course that, or the review test that you can do prior to the course starting. So those are the big ways that I studied and I felt like it was very streamlined uh, and beneficial. So that is in a nutshell how I prepared <laughs> for my test. Obviously, test day, I stopped studying on Sunday. I studied maybe, I took my test on a Monday, I believe, or Tuesday, whatever day. I stopped studying in like by noon the day before and I just relaxed the rest of the day. Honestly, they recommend stopping early because you are not, you're not, you're so cramming at that point. If you don't know the information, you're not going to know the information. It broke my heart on the test day. I saw people like, frantically looking through their notes right before they went in. I'm like, that is <laughs> not a good way to get in the correct mindset. So be confident, <laughs> stop studying early, get a good night's sleep, eat breakfast, drink your coffee, if that's what you like to do in the morning. Um, and just, if you pass, you pass. If you don't, you don't. It's not a big deal. The nice thing about the certification exams is that or as far as um, for nurse practitioner, I know for the PNCB, you can retake pretty quickly after. If you don't pass on the first time, you can retake pretty quickly after. So it is not the end of the world. And just remember that even if you are super confident, just remember that it's not the end of the world if you don't pass. That is a lot of people's concern going in is that they're, they're not going to pass. Don't worry. Um, for PNCB, it does it gives you a preliminary result right when you're done and you submit the test, which was amazing. I loved that. I don't know if all the certification tests do that. I know my husband just took his boards and thank goodness he passed for pharmacy, but he had to wait forever, like a week and a half, two weeks, which was torture. So this is really nice that they offer this. And then I just wanted to say too, I am, so I, like I said, I've been, I just started my new job almost two weeks ago and I've loved having these two books as references. So don't be afraid that you're spending some extra money on these, um, these review materials or these review books, because honestly, I've taken them with me to work every day and I've used them several times just for their they're laid out really nicely for you to quick look and they have every single topic all in one one book, which is nice because a lot of times we have like 5,000 resource books and you're trying to find which one in a fast manner. So I've done dosing from my books already. It's, it's really convenient. So definitely worth the investment. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is the optional tests that are put out by the Pediatric Nursing Certification Board. So I'm sure a lot of the boards have optional tests that you can take. So for PNCB, they offer a couple different tests that test your knowledge. Basically, I can't even remember the review bank was, it was like 150. 50 questions or something like that, which is right around how many questions there are on the actual test. And they, you pay $50 to take it and you can take it as many times as you want. 
and it gives you rationales for it and you can continue to access the rationales after you're done taking it and I'm pretty sure you can start and stop as many times as you want. That might not be totally true but you'd have to check into it and so I ended up deciding to take this one of the optional review tests through PNCB so there was two different ones I'm pretty sure they are just different test banks and so I spent the $50 I did end up taking one and for me personally I was not happy with my decision to do this. For some people, this may be great. And this may be an option for you to, instead of buying another review book, this is a great way to get questions. But for me, I almost felt like they were like the reject questions. And so some of the questions I felt like were, a couple of them actually had um, just strange answers and like double responses. (laughs) And they... Honestly, I felt like they were really challenging questions overall, and I bombed the test that I took. I think I got like a 40% when I took the test, and mind you, this was like three or four days prior to me taking my exam. So my goal with buying this test was that I was going to take this test and rock it out of the park and was going to be super confident going into my final few days of studying. This was not how this played out. I, like I said, I bombed it and I just felt horrible. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail if I opt to change my test date at this point. It's, uh, I have to pay for it. And that, that did not set me up for success. So I felt like in some aspects it was helpful because there was some stuff that was covered in the questions that I didn't feel like I got asked in my other review books. So that stuff was nice to kind of dive into a little further. But again, it totally killed my confidence and it really messed up my whole day of studying at that point. But I was able to let it go and just not not worry about it. And I had originally planned to possibly take the second one when I was like one day out from taking my test or two days out and I decided against doing that. I just thought it was going to put me in a really bad mindset and so I left it at that which I'm glad I did but that was the other way that I chose to study. So that was offered through PNCB. You can go on there and it gives you access um, forever, basically, I think for a long time that you can go on and ask or answer those questions. So maybe that would be a good beginner if you decide not to do the Barclay or any review course in general. That might be a good starting point for you is to go on and see where you sit um, kind of as that initial test to see what areas you need to focus on. But For me, it did not work out to use it as a final preparation and confidence booster was not, was not the case. Um, The last thing too, like I, I just kind of touched on it briefly, but the nice thing with PNCB is that you are sent to a testing center. Um, So I can't remember the name of the site that you schedule with, but you can actually change your test date. So 
if you are, something comes up and you decide you need to change your test date, you can do it for free so many days up to your test. I think it's like 10 days or something. And then the closer you get, the more you pay and to change your test date. So say you're just really stuff came up and you are not feeling confident and there's more stuff you want to go over, then maybe pay the 20 bucks, 30 bucks to switch it. I mean, it's worth it to not pass and then have to retake it just because some circumstance came up where you didn't feel that prepared. I hope you found this episode helpful. Like I said, we are back running for the Nightingale podcast. I am so excited. I've gotten really good suggestions on some guests to have on the podcast and I am loving the reviews and just the feedback I've gotten lately on the podcast. Keep on sharing the podcast with your friends and leaving me those comments or suggestions. It's super helpful for me and it just lets me know that I'm on the right track with doing this thing. Sometimes it's easy to feel like no one is listening, which I know so many of you are listening and loving the podcast. So I really appreciate it and I am excited to start fresh now that I'm in my new role. I may not be doing a podcast episode every single Wednesday. I might be doing them on different days of the week. I might be doing them every other week. As of right now, I'm just going to try and put the content out there when I have it for you. I'll try and do it every single Wednesday, but with my new role, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. And I think that just keeps it fun. So hopefully if any of you are signing up or starting to think about your certification, this gives you a little bit of guidance and confidence and just know that I am always available to answer questions and there's always resources out there for you to guide you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Nightingale podcast. If you have thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast, please share it with a friend who would also enjoy it. This is the only way to spread the word about the Nightingale podcast to as many nurses or future nurses as possible. Make sure that you are subscribed if you have enjoyed this week's episode so you get weekly notifications when the new episode comes out. Follow along on the Nightingale podcast on Instagram at the Nightingale podcast. And if you do feel so inclined, I would so appreciate you leaving a rating or a review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. Thanks so much, guys.